Welcome back to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is John, and with me as always is Mandy. Say howdy. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, and I feel like watching something a little different today, but it's, you know, it's not that different because I want something a little, co I want comfort food. I want, I want the, the fried chicken and mashed potatoes of movies, just solid, but probably terrible for you. That's why we're going to watch 1989's Warlock uh, on Tubi, uh, because if anything screams comfort food, it's Tubi. Because everything on there is just garbage that you're just gonna put into your body, but you love it. You so can't push it porn. away. Like there, so much weird porn movies. There are a lot. So if you're you're a parent, just heads up. You lot of lot of them are porn. A lot of boobies. A lot of boobs. And everything else. A lot of full frontal. I was a little surprised by that. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. like, wow, that's that's just straight out porn. And yeah, it's super awkward. Like not even like. Here I am you know, looking for scary, good, wholesome, scary movies, and you give yeah, me porn. I want somebody decapitated not to see a boob. I good mean, Lord, Tubi. How dare. But while we're, uh, we're going to go ahead and watch, uh, like I said, <laughs> Warlocks. Uh, Warlock. That was actually directed by a good old friend of the show. Not, not really. Uh, but, uh, it would, uh, you know, maybe maybe he would be our friend. Maybe he'll maybe listen. He'll, like if it. you're listening, uh, Steve Miner. Who, yeah. who we're talking about right you now. You made some of our favorite movies. In fact, you did our previous episode. Uh, I don't remember which one it was, but uh, we can look it up later. Uh, Halloween H2O. Uh, I don't know if we've done House on here yet. I think we might have, but I, I don't I, know if we've done it I yet. I thought we did. Maybe. I thought we did. If we did, I, I, I watched know. that movie for fun. That's my problem. I know. Like, that, I watch it is, way too many that times. That is your... Um, your house to you is what... Um, the House on Haunted Hill is to me. Yeah, you just put it on. You're like, uh, hey, it's uh, going more on. of Event Horizon. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, not even Event Horizon because well, that uh, was that was my favorite. Yeah, but I, I'll watch. Uh, you know, like that's House is not my favorite movie. Like I put it on there that way I can not pay attention to it. Oh, and just well, I love House on know, Haunted Hill. Just love. Uh, <laughs> what was it? Uh, William Katz's hair. But he was also responsible, of course, for Friday the Thirteenth Part Two and Three. And I'd be remiss. If I did not mention 1986's Soul Man, uh, because I think I say that every time we watch... Soul Man. Soul Man. We're not going to talk about that movie. You can look it up on your own. It's hilarious, and it gets funnier every time. Uh, we've also got... Uh, it was written by David Twothy. I think it's Tui. 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 Because it's T-W-O-H-Y. Tui. Okay. I, I feel bad because he's actually responsible for quite a few good movies. Uh, 1995's Waterworld, 1987's G.I. Jane. Thankfully, 90, we... 97? 97? What did I say? I think you said 87. Oh, okay. 97's G.I. Jane. All right. It's G.I. Jane. He's actually responsible for the majority of all Riddick contents. Ooh, I like Riddick. Yeah, so uh, 2000's... Uh, Pitch Black. Pitch Black. 2004's Chronicles of Riddick. Uh, he did uh, Dark Athena. He did Escape from Butcher Bay, the game. Uh, he did the, um, uh, the weird animated Chronicle of Riddick stuff. I didn't even know there was an animated one. Oh, oh yeah, it's it's so weird. He's got a whole bunch of stuff on there. It's like so pretty much all the stuff that you're like, "Oh, well, that was Chronicles of Riddick kind of thing." He he did that. Hmm. I don't know if he actually did The Chronicles of Riddick because I don't I didn't look on there. It would be weird if he didn't, but I'm just saying, "Oh, okay. Yeah, he did 2004's Chronicles of Riddick." I don't know if he did like the newer ones. Oh, okay. Like okay. that because there was that new one. Like I, I didn't see Pitch Black Two on there. I think either. that's Riddick. I don't think there there is a Pitch Black Two. I thought there was. Okay. No. Eh, whatever. Maybe I'm thinking Riddick. Maybe you did I think do that you're one. thinking of Riddick. Yeah. Eh, I don't. I don't care. I don't Anyways, like this, this so 
<laughs> How dare you? So this is starring uh, Julian Sands, uh, who was in 1990s Arachnophobia, 2003's Medallion. Uh, he was the main villain Valmont in uh, the Jackie Chan Adventures. Aya, Jackie. Jackie. <laughs> so he was the, ah, oh, Jackie Chan, I see that guy. Oh my gosh, you did that really well, because yeah. that totally, I, I got it. Yeah. I got it now, now I know who that is. Yeah, and he's also the doci of the Ori from Stargate SG-1, so he was the guy who shows up for like the first episode when they're like, oh look, it's the flaming stuff, and then he, I think he gets killed like a little bit. I by... am so glad I let you say that. Yeah, I know. That's why I was gonna. I, I did it. Uh, but he was. Yeah, he's he's randomly in there for like a little bit, and then he shows up in the final movie where they kick uh, the girl who played Anara from Firefly's ass. Ah. Yeah, because they they showed the truth, and it, the truth is apparently that these fire beings are actually just descended humans, which gives them unimaginable power. They're just not gods, and because they're not gods, they you suddenly break their their power. I don't know how that works, but it was fun. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Yeah, basically. Got it. Uh, we also got Lori Singer in this movie. Uh, she was Lana from 1984's Footloose, so I think she was like the main girl, the one who kept causing problems. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we watched Footloose. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I've seen Footloose. Uh, but before. she was also in 1985's The Falcon and the Snowman, which was a uh, spy movie. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, and also 1987's Summer Heat. Cool. Yeah. So she uh, she was in shows. Uh, so we also have Richard E. Grant, who is the hero of our movie. Um, he was also in 1991's Hudson Hawk. Poor bastard. 1992, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Written by Bram Stoker, with appendices by Bram Stoker. Also Bram Stoker was in there for like five seconds. Is that You don't like, get to see him. He was a ghost. Is is that the one with... Um, Keanu Reeves, yes. Yes, Keanu Reeves and... A, yeah. who, who's, who, plays, who plays Dracula? Oh my god, I'm having a brain fart. Gary... Yeah. Gary Oldman. Thank you. Yeah. That one. Yeah. And Winona Ryder. Yeah. And Winona Ryder. Let's just go through the whole cast of that one because I love that movie. Bram Stoker. Bram Stoker. Um, and he was also in 1997's Spice World. Yes. Poor bastard. Spice up your life. So he made he did Hudson Hawk and Spice World. But he also was in Bram Stoker's Dracula. And I always say Bram Stoker's Dracula because it says Bram Stoker's Dracula on the videos. And if I'm going to put it in there, I'm not going to put it under D, I'm going to put it under B. It's Bram Stoker's. I, no, it's Dracula. No, so it's I, Bram Stoker's Dracula. It's Dracula. So it's I just Dracula. realized who it, who he is, because yeah. he's the doctor. He's yeah. the one who takes care of, um, yeah. what's his face? Okay. Anyways. Renfield? <laughs> Renfield, yeah. yes. He's the one that takes care of Renfield. Okay. Um, we also have Anna Thompson, who is Daria from 1994's The Crow. Yep, we got uh, Mary Warrenoff, who is Calamity Jane in... Uh, 1975's Death Race 2000, which is one of my favorite movies. I'm so glad I have never seen that. Oh my god, we need to watch it. David Carradine is in it. Um, Sylvester Stallone's in it. I don't know if he's a Nazi. I think everybody's a Nazi in that thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we got uh, Robert Paulson, who is in this movie. He is the gas station attendant, but he is actually Pinky from Pinky and the Brain. He did a lot nice. of voiceover. Yep. Nice. What are we doing today, Brain? Yeah, I cannot like, make. I like, can't do it. He's like, he's like the pinky. Are you pondering what I'm pondering? He's like, oh, I think so, Brian. But if pants were on your head, then they wouldn't be called pants, then would they? And I'm like, it doesn't. Whatever. Uh, we also got e, uh, Ian Abercrombie. He was the Wiseman from Army of Darkness, and all the music on this one was actually done by Gary uh, Jerry Goldsmith. 
Uh, he is a just a fantastic composer. You're going to recognize him from such things as uh, he was in. He did the music for uh, the opening for uh, TNG. So he did the do 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 do. Oh, I know TNG. Yep. Uh, and also did most of the music for First Contact. He did basically a lot of Star Trek stuff. All you know, a lot of the movie, like the the soundtrack for a lot of the shows that we love, he did. So that's why I was just like. Oh, his name's, I mean, his, his name sounds familiar. It's it's weird, right? Mm-hmm. Like, cause we don't think like I think a Han, like a Hans Zimmer, you know, like that's who I know. But it's like Jerry Goldsmith. Why does that sound familiar? Or you know, like Danny Elfman or yeah, yeah. Well, Danny Elfman does other things. I mean, he was Oingo Bongo, so well, yeah. I'm gonna give him do you know to whatever he wants to do. But yes, uh, again, we are gonna go ahead and watch that now. Uh, again, you can watch it on Tubi. Uh, don't get distracted by the boobles. Uh, and uh, yeah, just. Uh, you know, bear through the uh, the 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 commercials because they're there, they're there. Uh, we need to get this one on a physical format. We we need to get everything on physical format so we don't have to watch the damn commercials. That was one of the things that I remember. Like the big thing for pirators was the fact that you didn't have to sit through commercials. And even now, like I I would relish just the previews. Like not the downloading new shit, so I have to watch a commercial on a Blu-ray that I fucking watched already. Like it's 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 twenty two dollars. I paid my twenty two dollars. Why are you making me sit through a cell phone commercial, you bastards? Ugh. But uh, anyway, kind of go ahead and pause it here, and we will be right back. Yep, we'll be right back. In a time of fear and suspicion, his coming was foretold. Now. He is here. He has the face of an angel. Channel me a spirit. The charm of the devil. Hear me when I say he's evil. And the powers of a god. (laughs) Satan also has one son. The terrifying adventure that could set the world on fire. Warlock. And we're back. We are back. So, how'd you like it? I liked it. Yeah, it was, it was fun. fun. Other than the awful graphics, like the awful. That, that was the the, the special terrible effects. special effects were were. Oh my god. They were they were quite special. They were awful. Like, this was not ILM or anything like that. This was, like, some guy, you know, this was weirdo Steve who decided to put this together in his, oh, yeah. his backyard. He's like, don't worry, I'll make it look like you're flying. You got this. Oh, God. Oh, my God. So, we start off um, in uh, 1691 in Boston, Massachusetts, and we um, are introduced, I mean, we start off with some, some dudes, we, some pilgrim-looking guys. So, we start off with, like... People putting cats in boxes, and we find out the reason why they're doing that pretty simply. When the town fathers decide to go up this weird-looking, like, it's like a bastion. It was like this weird citadel, like, it reminded me more of a, of, of like, a castle. It's like, yeah, so we have this one. It's like three feet, it's like, it's like it uh, three stories tall. Really huge yeah. castle, yeah, like, like, like a tower. It was a, a single, stand, like a, standalone tower. Just one tower. Uh, and uh, it's got like a, a sigil on the outside of it, which I guess was the uh, the hex. The it was hex like mark. a hex mark. Yeah, yeah. Or something like it that. Was, it was like a, 
Yeah, he kept calling yeah, it a hex, hex later. Yeah, hex mark. Uh, yeah. So uh, then they go up there, and yes, uh, Julian Sands is stand- <laughs> standing there with a thumb, uh, like, locks on. So, like, his... His th- thumbs were tied to his toes. To his big toes. It was the weirdest thing. And he had, like, a chain, to, I guess, to hold him up. And that's when we're introduced to Redfern, who's like, Ah, I finally caught you. You suck. And uh, <laughs> Julian Sands is like, no, it is you who sucks. And then Redfern kicks Julian Sands upside down, which looks like it would have broken his toes. I mean, it, like I was like, oh my god, what's happening? I mean, his, I mean, his. It's obvious that his his fingers and toes are stuck together. Yeah, but uh, if this is where we find out that uh, Julian Sands is a horlock, and he has been sentenced to burn to death on a pile of cats. I. D- uh, over a box of cats while being hung he's, he's being hung and then he's there's a fire with a bunch of living cats that's why they were taking the cats it was so weird it was weird but the cats are saved thanks to the power of Satan of course uh, because a terrible effect whisks Julian Sands and uh, Redfern away from 1691 Boston to 1988 Malibu is it, is it 1988? I thought it was the 90s. I thought was, you said it was the 90s. Yeah, but it's it's got a paper on there. He's like, could this actually be the date? Oh. And it was like, 1988. And I was like, ah. Oh. Cool. Neat. Yeah. And well, it's, so the, the, the house that he goes to is actually, um, it's a man and woman live there. They are not together. The man is actually, in fact, gay. They make a point of this later for some reason. Like, that was super necessary. But. Well, I mean, I guess it was in the 80s. I guess. I don't know. Like, it also kind of, like, the dude was really giving vibes off. And well, I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, but I mean, I, I guess I was just like, all right, so she well, like, was her gay roomie. That's I, cool. Honestly, I thought it was her brother or something like that at the I, very beginning. Been, like yeah. that Until she was like, it's like, I just rent the room from him. I was like, oh, okay, cool or like you know like her friend but apparently like she was like i'm gonna distance myself away from this dude like as far as possible right which the only problem with the guy was the fact that he had a uh a, a big scorpion and an acrylic ring and uh, the warlock really wanted that oh, gaudy super, ass jewelry super wanted it but uh, yes so julian sands ends up through the window uh you know cutting himself on a, a lot of little tiny pieces of glass uh, but he, um, which apparently was a plot point. Uh, and then they pick him up, they put him in bed, uh, to, to relax and, and kind of get his strength up while the, uh, the, the guy roommate decides to start cooking. I don't know what he was making. I really want to know. Cause it, it had butter and green onions and, and mushrooms and a couple other things. And yeah. he's doing that. Like, I guess it was an omelet maybe. Cause know. somebody said something else about an omelet and then she, is a short order cook. Our our main girl, Cassandra with a K. Cassandra with a K. Uh, has a uh, uh, she's she's a short order cook, which doesn't look like she should be one, because she looks like Lilu Dallas trying to be. She had the like the ultra red. I mean, it, it right. had to have been a wig. I hope <laughs> it looks terrible. Lilu Dallas multipass. Yes, and then uh, that's when uh, Julian Sands, you know, gets up. And then creepies at the, uh, the, the the roommate, roommate guy and cuts his finger off, takes his little scorpion ring, which I guess he just wanted. He really wanted that ring. Yeah. And then he kisses him. But while he kisses him, he rips his tongue out and spits it onto the, the 
the frying pan. Which is which now just suspiciously dry. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. no butter in it. There was no butter, and there was the tongue was kind of dry. It yeah, was it was. Weird. Yeah, it was like a it was a really bad fake tongue. I was disappointed. Uh, but then at that point, uh, the cops go ahead and find Cassandra to let her know that her roommate is dead, and then try to get uh, information out of her. She is unable to do so. Uh, this is when she decides to go home. Julian Sands finds himself a mystic, uh, who is just some random medium lady. Yeah, I, I think she's faking it. Yeah. Like, that's like the whole point. Oh, well, no, she was like she getting... Was for real, faking orgasm and faking being was that, possessed. Was, was that like the joke? Was the fact that she was faking... Because she was, she was like, straight, oh, 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 I am Zamiel. Because... Yes. Because Julian Sands wants to find out what the hell he's doing there. Because he's just a random warlock. That's one of the things I like about this. He's just a dude. And he just got plucked out. Uh, so He's like, what's so special about me? He's like, I need you to do something. And, you know, basically we find, have that on there. Find my book. My old grim... grim I can never say that grimoire. word. Grimoire. Grimoire. Yes. Uh, but yes, find it for me. She, she turns into an actual legit demon because she's indwelt by the power of Satan. Yeah. Uh, her um, little crystal shatters, which I thought was weird. Uh, but then, uh, yes, the, the demon says, hey, I got you. I want you to find the Grand Grimoire, which is a super special, awesome version of a grimoire. Uh, this one being uh, a book... Not bound in human flesh or anything like that, but it was... Uh, it just looked like a regular old book. It, it was indestructible, was one of the things. It was thirded, so apparently the binding and the outer cover were not indestructible, but the inside pages were. Right. Uh, so it was uh, pulled into three parts and placed in different areas, uh, two of which were in California, I guess? Uh yes yeah well which would make sense because it's like well yeah. i mean that's pretty far away from each other isn't it well but like two of them were in the same city because like i mean that they, is goobery. they yes. went to the like the 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 mennonite guy had one for some reason did he yeah yeah, yeah it was I, up in his his uh broom well that's because he took it there though didn't he I thought he took it there. Uh, I thought it was in the thing. Anyway, so, uh, yes, uh, that's when uh, the demon tells Julian Sands to go ahead and use his eyes to see the book. So and he, Julian he, Sands pulls boop, out the eyes. Just bloop, bloop. Uh, Which they look like little goat eyes after that point. That was weird. And uh, he, they're so cute because they, they, they actually do move a little bit. Like, I don't know no, how they were doing. Like, I was like, they're still moving. Yay. Which leads him back to the house with... Uh, Cassandra Cassandra in there unfortunately Cassandra uh, is at this point in time uh, being accosted by Redfern who shows up as well from the past I just want to say Redfern is probably one of my favorite characters Redfern ever now he's so fun is Simon Belmont he's so fun he is Simon Belmont from Castlevania because he has a whip he is wearing a fur coat and he knows all the stuff to stop the, the witches and such <sighs> yes yes the whip Thanks for ruining that for me. Ba -ba 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 -da -ba -da 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 I just liked him as a character. Now oh, he's, he's, now he's, he's Simon he's... Belmont the oh. entire time. Uh, but yes, Redfern uh, is able to find and use kind of this weird looking astrolabe, uh, which is apparently some kind of witch compass. Uh, to uh, he's going to find Julian Sands, but because the blood that uh, Julian Sands bled all over the place was too weak, uh, it took a while. Is yeah, but uh, unfortunately for Cassandra, uh, she called the cops. And Redfern is immediately tased uh, while 
<laughs> just just knock the hell out on the ground and put into the uh the the squad car as the cops are you know taking them away right because she was able to surreptitiously call uh she then proceeds to try to get the hell out of there but unfortunately this is when julian sands shows up uh slaps the living shit out of her uh, steals her charm bracelet yeah cracks open uh a antique which apparently had one third of the book in it right and uh with the stolen charm bracelet uh casts a spell on her to where she'll get older uh as things go along which immediately she freaks out she goes she finds redfern and redfern is like cool we'll go ahead and find him okay cool let's do that <laughs> uh this is when is this when we get the kids or like it was random as hell um so they use the they use the compass and then the compass doesn't work. She wakes up. She's super old. She goes and busts Redfern out of jail. The, okay, so this is when we get kind of the information. So he's like licking a piece of the rope. The whip. Yeah, I the, thought it was the whip. Oh, was it the? Okay, that's why. That, like that's leather. why it burns too. Yeah. Okay, so. He's like licking the, the the leather whip, and I'm like, what the hell? Why does he keep? Oh, I'm salting it because witches hate salt. Like, he's all num 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 num. Okay, cool. Are you hungry? What's happening? This is also when Redford saves her ass because she keeps not paying attention to the fucking road. It, it's, it's it's like horrible. a constant thing that it's happens. It's horrible. On there. It was so annoying. Nearly crashes into a uh, a semi truck coming the other way. After she almost runs over an old lady earlier because she's putting on her damn makeup. I'm like, come on, man, you're making us look bad. Oh yeah. Uh, it's at that point they drive out into, I guess Northern California or something like that. They find a uh, a small town where uh, an unbaptized child is hanging out with Julian Sands. And, uh, they're discussing witches and, yeah. you know, how... You can't be no witch. You use a, a dude. And how his dad does not... A, the, the kid's dad does not approve of uh, churchgoers. And, you know, he doesn't believe in Jesus and the 12 apostrophes. I thought that was cute. And Julian Sands is like, oh. Were you not baptized? Excellent. Dead. And then he kills him off camera. Yes. And Cassandra and... um, What's his name? Redfern? Yes. Actually come up. When after they're shooting, because they, they think that the coyotes, coyotes ate the boy, but, you know, coyotes didn't eat the boy. It was Julian Sands because yes. he enjoys, you know, cannibalism. Well, the reason why is because apparently if you have the fat of an unbaptized male child, uh, it creates a terrible uh, special effect that allows Julian Sands to zip around like, you know, it was, Speedy Gonzalez. It, it was, was terrible. So he, he's like... He looks like he's Naruto he's running. I was like... <laughs> he's got one elbow in front of his eyes. And yeah, he's, he's zipping around, oh, apparently going 90 miles an hour, flying around. Oh man, that was so bad. This is when he uh, ends up at the, uh, uh, the Mennonite uh, farm, uh, which the dad is full on like, ah, he's actually like super Mennonite. The, uh, the son who is running the farm, though, is just a good old boy with a John Deere tractor, goddammit. Yep. yep. And he's like, the the milk's curdled. The Mennonite comes up and is just like, son, the milk's curdled. And he's like, I just pulled it in yesterday. That's bullshit. And the, then the horse was sweaty. and then, Like, really sweaty. Like, like, super, yeah. I was like, ooh. And then uh, there was something else, right? Or oh, um. The bread didn't li uh, the, rise. Yeah, yeah, the bread didn't rise. It just turned, like, it just burnt. And it didn't rise. That's when the, uh, the, the, the grandfather's just like, 
Well, best get my ladder out and draw a pentagram to keep us from getting attacked by Satan. Yep. Apparently there's a witch about. And then he, he apparently he did really good because that let uh, Redford know that there was some bullshit going about. Because he immediately has Cassandra pull over, runs in like he owns the place, and he's like, "Have you been hexed? You you have the witch mark on." And and like the best part about this is that the grandpa comes out and he's like, "Yes, I did it. Ah, yes, excellent. Uh, you know, ah, yes, I'm uh, I, I completely understand what's going on, and yes, we are under attack by a witch." He's like, "Ah, Amish." He's like, "No, Mennonite." I was like, "Oh, okay, cool. So." We're just gonna neat, and then they shake hands. We're gonna and then pretend gonna that this go is all good. Kick ass! They're and gonna go kick ass and take names. Dad, you can't just let him in there. It's like you know the sign, son. Get thee and the children out of here. And I was like, oh, okay, and, and he's cool. just like, oh shit. All right, well, I guess I'm gonna go then. Yeah. Uh, this is when Redfern teaches us a lot of stuff about witches that I didn't know. Like you can ward off evil by shoving pennies in your mouth. And he oh, grabs cool. a bunch of nails, and he goes upstairs. And he's like, if he looks you in the eye, show no fear. Yes, he craves fear. He likes that shit. He's weird. Uh, this is when he finds one of the pages. Redfern finds one of the pages. And he's like, ah, I found the page for the grimoire. And then he kind of gives us the explanation for it. And even Cassandra with a K is like, then why would he leave that one page here? And Redfern's like, oh shit, he wouldn't. And that's when Julian says, Oh shit, like, he's here. He, like, comes down and he's like, Mwahaha! I'm gonna kick your ass! And I can fly! Because <laughs> I drink boy fat. Baby fat. Mmm, delicious. Ugh, that just reminds me of, like, drinking. Ugh, ugh. I don't even want to think about it. Anyways, so that happens. They, they have, get into a huge fight. That's the, goobery. Oh, yeah. The bat comes out of nowhere, which was a terrible it effect was, it, for the bat. It doesn't even look like a bat. It looked like a like a, it, like a cat with wings. It reminded me of... Like a stuffed cat with wings. One of those, like, rubber bats like, that they sell at, like, Halloween. where it, like, The ones that we it, hang we from can, the ceiling. Yes. Just like the <laughs> terrible one. Redfern gets his ass chucked out the window, which was really funny. Because he, he looks like he actually... People in this movie look like they're actually getting hurt. Like they like Redfern slips falls and he hits a shed like he falls on top of it. Like, it looks oh, like he's like oh, oh and then he God. falls down again. I was like Jesus Christ, you're just beating the living shit out of these guys. Julian Sands begins to float. Uh, that's when Redfern is able to somehow oh, oh uh, Julian Sands used the weather vane, so he throws the weather vane at Redfern. With like magical mind powers, so well, that he whips him first because well, remember, so he uses the whip. Yeah, that's pulls right. him, pulls him out, pulls him down. Um, all that stuff happens. Oh, oh, he tries to, he tries to get him, right? Does he do well, that? Oh, so no, no. This is, for, it's like, first it's the whip, it's, and then it's the weather vane. Yeah, the weather vane goes after Jul uh, Redfern's nuts. That's why yes. I thought it was funny. It that's almost, right. It does the whole, like, I had to spread almost my legs really fast, Bob's otherwise your, I would have... Bob's your uncle. Yeah. Uh, and then that's when they do the terrible effect of Julian Sands, like, floating, kind of. And then that's when Redfern like whips the uh, the weather vane. I mean, freaking Olympic, like Olympic style, like just perk, like precision shot. And then he uses the whip, which Julian Sands is like floating away, and he's like kind of flying. It reminds me a lot of Raul Julia's flight in uh, Street Fighter. It looked terrible. <laughs> uh, and I'm not talking. I'm talking about like the where he's standing up part, because apparently Julian Sands is on a, a little. Uh, wire that he's able to get into the barn with uh and that's when god they they fight him they fight and they fight and they fight and then they, that's when they knock his ass down finally 
And then they, like, do the little... So then then they start, you know, handcuffing him with his little fingers and his little toes together. Yeah. And but even it, Grandfather's up on this this thing. They, they all run over. They're going to get this thing. They're going to stop evil. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Grandpa uh, looks into the... Uh, the Mennonite Grandpa looks into the, uh, the, the Julian Sands' eyes. And, uh, unfortunately... Uh, I guess he's starting to go blind. A or hex something is like that. immediately set on him. And Just he, eyes start bleeding real bad. Yeah, and so then um, Renford actually um, lets go of of whatever his name is. Jul- What's his name? Julian Sands. Julian Sands. Thank the you. warlock. Yes. The warlock. There you go. So he lets go of the warlock. Helps the grandpa. Then you know. So Cassandra's like. How can you be helping him? And mind you, Cassandra's like 80 years old by now. Yeah, because she's she's slowly getting older as every, this thing is. Every 20 years, like 20 years every 20 night. 20 years every night, yeah. yeah. And she's just like, oh no, you can't do that. I need you to to help me. He's like, no, quick, go. Take take these uh, nails. Take, take the, no, take the blessed hammer. Take the blessed hammer. Find some nails. Well, it, it and, wasn't. It wasn't a blessed hammer. It was just. It was the blessed hammer. It was like take the the blessed hammer. Like instead of saying the fucking hammer, he was like he was like just yelling at him. Are you sure? Yes. It was not a take the hammer because they were looking for brass because the only thing to save the grandpa uh, was brass keys would knock off the hex, but he couldn't do it. So he's just like, I have to save him. And Cassandra's like, screw that noise. He's, uh, you know, I want you to save me. And then that's when uh, they're like, uh, just take the hammer, go find his tracks, and pound nails into him. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. All right, cool. And so she does it. Like, she finally finds his footprints in a, in a rail, rail, uh, railroad train depot. There yeah. you go. So the funny Dang. thing, though, is that we get to see Julian Sands uh, hop uh, with uh, one of the uh, the thumb cuffs <laughs> on. Uh, for a good ten minutes, like the he's poor like, son of a bitch is like, <laughs> and he's just hauling ass out of there, uh, and he's finally able to get him off. And as soon as he does, that's when uh, Cassandra with a K starts slamming nails into his tracks, which is hilarious because she's he's like, Poom. Ah! and then Cassandra's like, listen, just like yeah, and for some reason, uh, Julian Sands yanks up a piece of wood and is able to. To keep himself from getting pounded with the nails by putting the wood on his feet, because apparently that'll protect it. It's like a instead? it's a sympathetic thing. It blocks the know. the nail or something. That's interesting. Uh, but unfortunately for him, uh, he landed face first into a piece of uh, like a big pile of dirt, which uh, Cassandra also finds and pounds a nail into that. Which pounds a nail into his head. Yeah, knocking him out for a good couple of seconds cassandra slowly has the worst chase down with her 80 year old self to to grab the uh the bracelet which she finally does uh not before julian sands like haha i grabbed you and then gets hit with the hammer a couple of times and that's totally a thing but cassandra actually does get the bracelet back because it fell off of julian sands hand and what do you know she's back to normal yay and now she's good looking again i guess no, uh, that's pushing it um the mennonite grandpa guy is okay uh they're twisting the the keys uh once every hour in a clockwise manner to keep the hex off uh, and that's when uh, Cassandra reveals that she's like, I guess it's supposed to be that she's hot now, which she wasn't in Footloose, so she's definitely not in this one. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she's like, cool, you could take the car keys and get the hell out. And Redfern's like, bro, what? 
Let no. me tell you. Let me tell you what's gonna happen. We all have right? to stop Julian Sands though. Because if he gets all of the pages to this book and he puts it back together, he will find the name of God. And if he reads that backwards, then it's like Pink Floyd, and it will actually cause terrible things to happen. Like the unmaking of the universe. Because that's all it takes, which, you know, that's where we live. Our stuff is all there. <laughs> it's where the warlock stuff is, too, so that seems a little odd. Yeah, he's kind of dumb. So they decided that they're going to go ahead and, and fly out to Boston at this point, because she... she realizes that yes this would cause me issues too so uh, I I will go do this uh, they go into the uh, the airport they take a TWA flight they pay for it by s unplugging the keyboard before they can do anything which somehow allows them to get on the plane which was weird uh, they are not stopped by TSA at any point uh, Even just, though he's carrying this giant, pointy-ass weatherman. With blood on it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they get onto the flight, uh, and that's when uh, Redfern, who has been freaking out about being in a, a tin can five million miles up in the air, <laughs> uh, according to Cassandra with a K, she's like, we're 30 million feet in the air. I was like, what the hell? But, uh, yeah, that's when he starts noticing things. The cream uh, for the coffee has all gone sour. Which is, like, I'm like, none of that's dairy. I don't think that that's... Is it just because we call it creamer? Oh. Uh, the... F <laughs> like how he's like, it's a, it's it has to be a witch because the, uh, the, the lighter was burning... Blue flame. Blue flame. And I'm like, that that's what happens when it's a very good... You know what? Let's just go with that. Okay, cool. Yeah, why not? We and then what else was there, though? There was the flame, and then there was the cream. And that was it, as far as he knew. Really? I thought he said something else. No, he just was like, we're okay. going to look thither, you look thither. You look thither, I look thither. Yes. We're going to thither. And they they, <laughs> they, uh, they looked around, Get couldn't it. find it. Yes, I heard. We're going to yes. thither. Uh, they couldn't find him uh, because he was inside the baggage compartment this entire time, warming up his big sack of Baby boy fat. fat. Yeah. And uh, to which he, he eats and then is able to, Speedy Gonzalez again, out of the, uh, the baggage, uh, the, like, part of the plane yeah. as soon as they open the door. <laughs> there you go. That's what I was trying to do. Uh, I can't do it. Dang it. So Redfern is starting to freak out because he's back in Boston uh, and they need to go to the church where all this was. They go, they find the priest. The priest is uh, winks at his wife before going back into the, the church with two strangers. It's his, wife, though. it's his wife. Is it his wife? Yes. That's why she's also pregnant. Oh, I thought it was like some... That was his wife. Random baby. Okay. It was his wife. Okay. Yep. That's why she tells him, like, please just let him do it because it's his wife. Um, Are you sure? Yes. I thought that was odd for a Catholic priest as well. Yeah, I was like, but he's a priest. Yes. He's supposed to be married to the Lord. Yeah, oh. Well, that's a nun. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So at that point, I mean, he could have been a priest beforehand. Like, he, 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 like he had the, the babies and then he's like, ah, I'm a priest now. Uh, but I don't know. I, I assume. Sure. Uh, yeah, see, it's, uh, it's on there. Um, but uh, the uh, they they decide they go in to, to talk to the priest, uh, and the priest is like, uh, "What the fuck?" And Redfern's like, "You don't understand. The 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 Satan babies will come here and they will take everything and we'll all die." And the priest looks over at Cassandra with a K, and Cassandra's like, "You asked, you asked, bro." Even though he does talk about Satan's asshole at one yeah, point. Yeah, a farting, kind of like, fart hole or something like that. I was like, okay. That's, that's like, odd. The, most, the 
most colorful way to say Satan's asshole. So they go down to the basement, they figure out where everything is, and they find that it has been buried in a graveyard, and they haul the hell out of there. The priest uh, then sits at home waiting for Julian Sands to show up, because everybody does that anyway. Uh, Julian Sands shows up, threatens a... Uh, uh, threatens two, his wife. Who mm-hmm. has twins. Yeah. Uh, she's pregnant with twins and threatens the wife that, you know, hey, uh, you uh, give me what you want, uh, what I want, uh, you tell me what you told the other people, uh, or I will uh, kill the babies. And I'm not afraid to do that, because I already have eaten a child. <sighs> so he does. So he tells him. Uh, so at this point, that Redfern and Cassandra are actually at the graveyard already. Yes. And they have found where the grimoire pages are being kept. Yes. Which just so happens to be Redfern's grave. Yes. And that freaks them out, but they're like... Real it's, bad. It's cool. We don't have to worry about it because the ground is consecrated. And we know that by sticking the weather vane into a random spot far, far away from the actual graveyard. Which I thought was interesting. It, it was like, odd. Like, like the, hey, let's this, stab it in here. This part is, is getting all smoky. Oh, wait a minute. That means that the other part probably won't get smoky. Uh-oh. All, they, all they had to do was walk over to where the, the grimoire was supposed to be, stab the uh, the stuff into the ground, and you're good to go. But they didn't. So... Could you throw some hollow, like, hollow dirt onto it? Uh, so and that would be considered hollow ground? It's, it's just consecrated. It's, it's supposed to be, like... I assume that it's... It's hollowed because it's had, you know, bodies taken out of it. That's the the thing on it. And they're consecrated when they're buried. But I, I was just like, I okay, cool. So that happens. Yeah. And, and then, then the warlock shows up. There's this big giant fight. It's hilarious. It is the funniest of the fights. Because, God, what is it happens? So... Everybody's getting their ass beat. Cassandra gets grabbed and yanked like five seconds in. Julian Sands gets some revenge by shoving nails into her feet this time around. Oh, um, and then, like... Redfern's like, fine, I'll do it. We'll fight, but we will do it like men. Don't try nothing. And that's when Redfern starts getting his ass beat by Julian Sands. Because Julian Sands shoved his magic in Redfern's mouth. I thought that was funny. He's like, eat this, pretty boy. Blah. Blah. And then Redfern's like, blah, blah, blah. Like Ebola. It was bad. Just all of it. And that's when uh, Cassandra's like, ah, I'll take Redfern's whip and wrap it around Julian Sands' neck. And then be shocked whenever he looks at me. And then Julian Sands says, ha, joke's on you. That's what I'm into. And <laughs> Cassandra was like, oh no, now I need quick, an adult. Go, go get go get the finger handcuffs. <laughs> and that's when Cassandra yanks and throws him into the water. Or no, no, no Cassandra gets thrown into the water by Julian, by Sands. Julian Sands. Yeah, just chucks her. Just whoop. But she gets an idea, a terrible, awful idea, when she pulls out her little diabetic kit that we saw that she had this whole time. Yep. And she Disappears starts, under the water. Yeah, disappears under the water. Redfern proceeds to, again, get his bitch ass slapped the fuck around. Uh, and it's not working. It's just not working. And then this is wherever Julian Sands is like, I will put the grimoire together. Ha ha! And, and it does. It and goes together. Terrible effect. And he says, what is the name of God? And then it starts appearing on the front of the book. Which apparently it was like Rosalie or something like that. I don't even know what it was. I don't know. That was odd. I thought, I was it, was like, gonna, I thought it was called Redfern. I was like, oh, that <laughs> every man is a god. Uh, but she, yeah, so uh, 
Oh no, he's got it. We're we're all going to die, and he's going to read the the name of God backwards. And that's when Redford's like, "Don't do it." And Julian Sands, "Ha ha." And that's when Cassandra with a K comes up out of nowhere and jabs him in the neck with insulin needles full of salt water, which again, as we have found out, salt is, is very very bad for them. Is a witch's only enemy. Salt but in water form, which causes Julian Sands' neck to puff up, and then he, he explodes. explodes. In a pretty good effect, actually. That was probably one of the better oh, yeah. effects. There's actually this really interesting part where the the dead Julian Sands is on the ground, and his body begins to slowly but surely crumble. I was like, that's really cool. Like, as it's just, like, closing down. And then Redfern's like, ha-ha, and then stamps on Julian Sands' head. And they win. Huzzah. Yay. But this is actually whenever the big kissing scene is supposed to happen between Cassandra and Redfern, who realize that they really do love each other. Which I thought was odd. Except it really does not happen. He gently kisses her head and her eyeballs. And he's like, if only, if only it was a different time. And she's like, just kiss me. And he's like, poof. And then he poofs. He's like, I'll never forget you. But he does leave a very, very nice message on her gravestone. On his gravestone. On his gravestone. Yes, because he he was so freaked out about seeing his own gravestone. I'm like, dude, you fight witches. I think you've come to the fact that you're you're going to die. At some point. At some point. Like, I I think he'd be like, oh, cool. I I made it home. That's Geralt. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, no, he freaks out. Oh, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll always love you, whoever you were, basically. Uh, then we do see Cassandra with a K inside of the Bonneville Salt Flats burying something because, again, witches well, can't. Well, it was the grimoire. It was the grimoire. It showed but it. But it's whatever. It's Anyways, in it's now. in the Salt Flats. You know, so here's what I was thinking. And I think I know we discussed this a little bit. So I think she should have thirded it again. Mm-hmm. And I think she should have put one of the pieces in the Salt Flats. Yep. Probably encased in, in concrete, just in case. Well, so I, there's got to be a way. There's there's probably a neutral, uh, like, element that you could put in between them. Like, hell, if she just put it in a big block of salt, that would have been hilarious. True. That would have been uh, like, then, lick it. Lick it to yeah, get go it ahead. out. Go Good ahead luck. and get in there. Good luck. Good luck. And then the second place would have been the Dead Sea. Uh-huh. And then the third place, where do you think the third place should have been? I would put it, if you have to do it in hallowed ground... I would put it in a in a graveyard that would always be around. I'd probably try to sneak it into Arlington. Hmm. You know, it's guarded. You know, Julian Sands starts running around. He she's like, ah, oh, it's over there, and then he gets taken out by a couple of Marines. That would have been hilarious. True. It's like some witch is like, ha! I all I have to sneak do is sneak into the graveyard. Bam, bam, bam. Shit. Ow. <laughs> this is way worse than nails. How did they figure this out? The hell, you know, some G-man comes up, it's like, yeah, we got ourselves a witch. Uh, so I need get get the, uh, the 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 witch finder weapons that they have like a big stack on there. They're just like pounding nails. It's got a nail gun. They're Are firing the, into the, stuff. The shotgun sh- oh, yeah. shells full of salt. Oh, just like, yep, yeah, no, nah, it's a it's a number three. We got this. So that's the end of the movie. Yes. So okay, what are you gonna rate it? Oh, oh, this is a this is a six. This is this is well, you know what? I'm gonna say that this is a baseline five. The the um, really? Yeah, I'm gonna give it five weather vanes out of Julian Sands's back out of ten because it's not bad, but it's also not good. This is just a fun baseline. This is your medium. 
this is this is neither bad nor good. It's it's fun in the sense that you can kind of get on it, but the, if you were trying to watch it seriously, you'd hate it. Oh, I didn't hate oh, it. Yeah. You were so, trying to watch it mostly seriously. We were having fun though, because oh, that's yeah. the type of persons we are. Uh-huh. But if you like, let's say if you're you're you know an actual like you're you're like I want to watch this with somebody who goes to the theater to watch. You know, whatever new release comes out, they don't watch horror movies. They'd hate it. True. They'd be like, "Oh, these these effects are so terrible!" And like, you're not supposed to take it seriously. They're it fun. was the '80s. They're fun. Yeah. Or if somebody was just like, "Oh, this triggers me because he's eating baby fat, and that's not you know whatever the hell," you know, like they'd hate it. Like somebody would hate this, and I'm okay with that. You can <laughs> hate it if you want to, but this is not a bad movie. It's not a good movie, and it's a fun sit around and, and watch it with your friends. But what about you? What are you thinking? Uh, I'm actually going to give it six out of ten psychic eyeballs. Okay. There you go. Little goat eyes. Fake fake psychic eyeballs. I, I, I can dig this. This is a diggable movie. I enjoy it. I know other people are going to hate it, though. And I I don't know. I'll just, I love that kind of concept where you're just sitting there, you're watching this terrible movie. And you have somebody who, like Julian Sands, just giving it his all. Just like 112%. Uh, the one thing I like about this movie, though, too, is the people who are involved in it. You know, you've got Redfern, who is not, like, the great witch finder or whatever. He's just some asshole wearing, uh, like, fur who knows all the stuff. And then Julian Sands isn't the son of Satan like he is in the next movie. I finally remembered what else he's in. What? The little vampire. Yeah. He was a dad. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. That wasn't on the credit. Don't, don't, don't say yeah like that. No, that not, wasn't on It was more wrote- important to tell people about uh, Valmont. Look, Julian Sands is in other shows constantly trying to find things that if he puts all parts together, he gains ultimate power by releasing something. Jackie. That's, Jackie. <laughs> the Jackie. You must use salt to fight a witch. <laughs> you must fight magic with magic. Or or salt. Or, or salt. salt. Yeah, salt I want to see Grandpa and Redfern kick Valmont's ass. Just, just kicking his ass, like no. Just like I will use the puffer fish, Jackie. <laughs> it's just like no. I feel like watching that show. Oh, uh, it's a fun one. Anyway, but yes, I, you know, this is, this is a fun movie. I enjoy it, but again, it's not bad. It's not good. So just kind of take it with your your grain of salt, I guess. <laughs> I laughed. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did, honey. But yes, what about you? Is this something that you love? Do you like these kinds of movies? You know, do you like... Are you more of a fan of, of Warlock 3? What's wrong with you? That's messed up. Uh, let us know. Reach out to us. ESAT3AM at gmail.com is going to be the main email address. going to be the best way to reach out to us. Or you can reach out to us on our website, ESAT3AM.com. You can get to us uh, from Twitter and Facebook at ESAT3AM. Uh, or leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash everything scary at 3 a.m. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, tell, tell us, us your, yeah. your listen, let us listen to your sexy voice. Tell us tell us what movie you love Julian Sands from and why it's Warlock. There, because that's the only other thing that you can remember. Or why The Littlest Vampire was not that bad. It wasn't that bad. I never I said really, it was I bad. I really like that movie. Okay, cool. But you just didn't feel like including it in the no. credits. How dare you? It, it was more important to talk about Stargate. Okay. Stargate and Valmont. Anyways. So yeah, we'll see you next time. Later. Bye. I still can't get Spice World out of my head. Are you just mad that he's not spicy? You know, technically, technically, as Redfern, he spiced up 
uh, uh, Julian Sands' life with that salt. I hate that we're making so many salt jokes. It's just great. <laughs>